Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is David Su. David Su is the CEO and co-founder of Amazic Technologies. He brings to Amazic over 30 years of engineering expertise with an extensive wireless background as his past team's radio designs have brought billions of successful devices to market. He was on the early engineering team at Atheros and then vice president of analog RF engineering and vice president of engineering with Qualcomm following its 2011 acquisition of Atheros. David earned a PhD in electrical engineering from Stanford University and has been a consulting professor of electrical engineering at Stanford, an IEEE distinguished lecturer, and is an IEEE fellow. Well, good afternoon, David. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. You bet. This is exciting. And David, I want to talk to you about a few things today on this particular podcast, but let's jump into the first question here. You've got quite the career in technology, being an engineer, a VP of engineering, and now you're the co-founder and CEO of Amazic. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? I guess I don't really have a real secret to share per se. Instead of having grand visions of career milestones and so forth, I more or less subscribe to the belief that do the right thing, do what is relevant, and things will work out one way or another. So you can see I've been very fortunate to be in some ways at the right place at the right time, working with great people who provide me with mentorship, guidance, and support, and working with smart people that I have the opportunity to learn from. And then joining early stage startup companies, Atheros I joined some 20 years ago has been the best move of my career. I'm truly grateful for uh, all the uh, opportunities and uh, the great teams I get to work with and the great people and their friendship as well. But to answer your second question about inspiration, in general, I'm inspired by teams that have great passion, dedication, focus on innovative products that change the world for the better. In many cases, these are companies that do things that I'm surprised that can be done. I always find that the magic of a team is what really inspires me. That's awesome. I appreciate that response. And that's not one I typically get, but I really appreciate you sharing that. And so David, as you know, everybody globally has had to make major shifts to adapt to this new normal, you know, the pandemic. Could you share with us what you're doing to help your organization stay relevant in this economy? Yeah. On our side, this is, I guess, in many ways, very unfortunate that we find ourselves in this situation. But uh, my belief is always is that like many other challenges in the past, we will overcome this as well. And uh, as you know, just over the last several days, the great news is the vaccine is right around the corner. But in the meantime, I think on the business side, I would say that a lot of the companies are actually slowing down in what they do. But for a small organization in a startup organization, we are actually as busy as ever because a slowdown is a great time for us to invest continue our work to make ourselves relevant. So, but we do do the simple things, as you know, because of the uh, COVID, we want everybody to be safe and encouraging people to work from home as much as possible. And then the teams should focus in my mind on the most relevant things that we need to accomplish. This includes keeping our customers happy, focus on revenue, delivery, and innovations for the next generation. 
And from a product point of view, one thing interesting, because we have a good value proposition for uh, asset tracking devices. So in this unusual times, we actually end up having good traction on contact tracing, believe it or not. So we added that to our product line as well, using Bluetooth wearable technologies to track exposures in some ways to help the contact tracing to reduce the spread of the virus as well. That's awesome. I appreciate you all contributing during this challenging time and, you know, using your innovative, whether it's your intellectual property or your products that you are providing to the public. We really appreciate that. So thanks again, David. We are glad to be able to offer help. Absolutely. And David, so you're obviously leveraging some emerging technologies in your product portfolio. Is there anything specific that's, you know, non-proprietary that you could share with our audience? Uh, sure. Yeah. Because as you know, what we do is we do wireless connectivity solutions. Mm-hmm. What, what's interesting, if you look at the adoption of wireless connectivity, it's just about everywhere now, right? Over the last 20 years or so. And uh, when you have a wirelessly connected device, what is interesting is that it's very difficult to now insist to have a power cord attached to the device. And the net result is that we have a lot of battery operated devices out there today. And I guess several years ago, the EPA estimate is that there is like 3 billion disposed battery in the U.S. alone. 3 billion, that is by my calculation, 100 a second. So our technology we, we are trying to do here is leveraging our technology itself to create solutions that will have much longer battery life and potentially one that will last the lifetime of the product or in some cases be battery free. So leading us to, to two pieces of our core technology. One is low power consumption. We have a redesigned wireless connectivity solution targeting Bluetooth market to start that has Bluetooth 5 solution that has about five plus longer battery life than what you find on the market today. This is the same function, same performance. And the second piece of is almost false naturally. If you have much lower power consumption, then it's easier now to harvest this energy, not just from a battery, but from other sources around you, for example, light, motion, RF, and so forth. Then now you can potentially create a solution that will supplement the battery or in some cases be completely battery free. So we, for example, this year at CES, we demonstrated our Bluetooth, a battery-free Bluetooth solution. In some cases, what we are trying to do is create a overall solution whereby the user can worry much less about running out of battery life. That's amazing. And I, again, I love to see some of these innovative technologies that I can turn around and share with a global audience about how we're making an impact in the world, especially, you know, whether it's a, a pandemic challenge or we're just trying to create more sustainability for the long term. So Yes, uh, yeah, definitely appreciate the opportunity to share. Absolutely, absolutely. So David, this is going to be the big question for you. My audience wants to know, Something more about you, right, David? So can you share something from your career experience that would be helpful for those looking to grow their career in technology or even entrepreneurship? That is actually a very interesting question. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I have a few thoughts on that subject. To begin with, I always feel like whatever we do, it's good to be prepared for what we do. So no matter starting your career in technology or not, all the education, the training, the learning we do will make us more confident. And uh, I guess the saying is that if you want to, opportunity favors the prepared. So if you want to have great opportunity in your career, being prepared is never a bad thing. The second thought I have is, I'm a strong believer of this, is be passionate in what you do. 
you need to enjoy that with your work, make a difference in what you do, and show your best work. And along the same line is share the work you do. You need to communicate what you know, what you have learned in your work, so that it can benefit others around you, which indirectly led to the benefit of you being known what you are good at. So they will in turn help to grow your career as well. I would say the other thing is don't be afraid to take on more responsibilities, more work, or take on more risky projects and so forth. Essentially, that is get out of your comfort zone. Being comfortable, we all love to be comfortable, but being too comfortable in what you do is probably not the best thing for your career growth in that regard. And perhaps be crazy enough to even join startups. And in my case, it worked out really well for my career by taking path less travel in some sense and uh, taking more risky path in your career, many cases can lead to bigger change in your career. And I think I heard this from many other people essentially is that for your career growth, go seek out mentors that can help you and coach you and uh, help provide a uh, unbiased opinion on what you do. I'm a firm believer that is a good thing. I've been very fortunate to have mentors throughout my career that has helped provide me opinions, guidance on things that uh, arguably I should know better. But it's good to hear it from someone that is on your side, that is not there because of a special angle, what they need from you. And obviously, whatever you do, enjoy yourself. When you enjoy yourself, you can do your best work. Amazing. Those are some simply just great nuggets of wisdom that you shared with me. And I'm going to turn around and share this with the global audience. So I am so thankful and appreciative of your time today, David. And David, it was a pleasure having you on the show today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Thanks for the opportunity. I look forward to talking to you again. Bye for now.